0: Well, good day everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of The Journey. My name's Jude Hennessy and I've been AWOL. Well, I sort of had some leave. I've been over at the World Meeting of Families in Rome, which was a, an absolutely wonderful event and lots to share with you about that in the, the weeks and months ahead. Really wonderful opportunity for formation for me and to to get a taste of all the things that the church is, is calling people of faith and, and married couples in particular to in, the, in a life of love and a life of evangelisation and service. But stoked to be back with you here on the journey this week. I also had the chance while I was overseas to go and visit my daughters, one who's been living in the thick of things in London right throughout COVID and working in a respiratory hospital over there, some guys and guys in St Thomas's and also my other daughter who's in Canada got married last year we couldn't get to that wedding last year because of all the covid stuff but great to get over there and to to meet the new in-laws a wonderful wonderful family over there in in Edmonton and uh, and great to be in Ottawa to visit my daughter Rachel who as many of you know is expecting and just uh, just a few weeks away now from from giving birth to their their first child so please pray for them and I wanted to say, too, a huge thank you to Mr. Max Norden, who has been in this chair and doing an absolutely remarkable job in keeping the journey well and truly ticking over. There's been some great shows. I've been listening in, and he's done a fantastic job. We'll be hearing from him again shortly. He's going to be, as he always does, proclaiming the gospel beautifully for us, the gospel for this week. But on the show this week, you've got lots and lots of people that you're going to love to hear from. We're going to be hearing from Trish McCarthy. Milk and Honey is Her segment. We're going to be hearing about the nature's breath, encouraging us to be in nature and to slow down long enough so that we can hear God's voice. The wonderful Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love, he wants to speak to us about being overworked and underpaid and whether or not that's true and what we need to do when we feel like we're running on empty. Mother Hilda Scott, Wisdom from the Abbey you're going to be blown away by what she's got to say today about aligning our heart and our mind with God's heart and mind and therefore being content. But to kick us off, we're going to hear the gospel proclaimed by Max Norton. It's Luke 12, 13 to 21, and the story of the foolish man storing things up for the future, not knowing that this very night your soul will be demanded of you. And then Father Robert Reedling from Parramatta Diocese, a reflection that is called Vanity of Vanities. And now, this message in today's gospel is a message for us as well. And he's going to break open some of the things that St. Basil said about not falling into the traps of wealth, certainly not financial wealth, but of the things that are of true value in God's eyes. Let's get into that now. Plenty of great music on the show too. We're going to hear from, from Max and then Father Robert Reedling, And then after that, a bit of Matt Maher, one of my favourite songs, Lord I Need You. Then after the break, Mother Hilda Scott. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. It's so good to be back and joining you on the journey.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. A man in the crowd said to Jesus, Master, tell my brother to give me a share of our inheritance. My friend, he replied, who appointed me your judge or the arbiter of your claims? Then he said to them, Watch, and be on your guard against avarice of any kind. For a man's life is not made secure by what he owns, even when he has more than he needs. Then he told them a parable. There was once a rich man who, having had a good harvest from his land, thought to himself, What am I to do? I have not enough room to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I'll pull down my barns and build bigger ones and store all my grain and all my goods in them and I'll say to my soul, My soul, you have plenty of good things laid by for many years to come. Take things easy. Eat, drink, have a good time. But God said to him, Fool, this very night the demand will be made for your soul and this hoard of yours, whose will it be then? So it is when a man stores up treasure for himself in place of making himself rich in the sight of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Now the Gospel reflection with Father Robert reading.
2: Vanity of vanities, the preacher says. They're the first words from our first reading this weekend. And like a lot of words in the Old Testament, this word can be misinterpreted. When we say the word vanity in today's context, people will probably think more of someone who has an undue obsession with their looks. But of course, in the Old Testament, words often mean different things than they do in a modern context. And what's being spoken about here is futility, meaninglessness. And that's what Solomon speaks about, particularly in regard to human labour, And futility and meaninglessness is something Jesus reflects on too in today's gospel. When Jesus encounters the man who's asking Jesus to assist with getting his inheritance, Jesus refuses to help him, trying to get the man to focus more on something more than material wealth. And Jesus speaks about this with a parable in the gospel as well talking about a man who was given a good crop, a gift from God, and chose to focus on himself and his own needs and future comfort, rather than putting that gift from God to good use by sharing it with other people. And of course, the message in the gospel is also a message for us as well. We in our own lives can often be obsessed with our own futures. We can be obsessed With looking at uh, security for our future, not seeing what we have as a gift from God, but a gift just for ourselves from God. But we are called to live like Jesus and share what we have with other people. And of course it's not just the rich who have this obsession either. Many rich people are very generous. It's always easy to take pot shots at those who have a great deal, but even the poor can sometimes hoard what they have. And even though they might have something to share with others, choose not to do that. It's something which we all focus on in our own lives from time to time ourselves. But let us take the message from Jesus to be one which is focused on us all, to recognise that what we have is indeed a gift from God and we benefit mostly when we seek to benefit others. What we have from God may be something which gives us momentary pleasure, but we are concerned about as Christians is more what lies ahead after our life on this earth ends. So let us be people who seek to share what we have with others, not to pursue anything other than focusing on benefiting those who have less than us. St. Basil the Great once said, to paraphrase him, that the wealth we have we can't take with us after we die. But what we do take with us after we die are those credits we build up by our good works in heaven. It is those who will, which will be presented to the Lord after our earthly life ends, so that us seek to do those good works and share what we have with others and not focus on our own clear session here on this earth.
3: You're listening to The Journey. Music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
4: Oh, I... Grace is more. Grace is found is where You are.
5: Where You are.
3: To the Journey. Music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
1: Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda.
6: I read a wonderful story the other day about Johannes Tauler. He was a German mystic and a theologian of the 14th century. He was also a disciple of a wonderful teacher called Meister Eckhart. Meister Eckhart is the one who has left us such wonderful insights as, if the only prayer you ever pray is thank you, it is enough. He also said, any talk of God that does not bring you comfort is a lie. That one's worth thinking about. However, our story concerns his disciple, Taller. One day, Taller met a beggar. "'God give you a good day, my friend.' He said. The beggar answered, I thank God, I've never had a bad one. Then Taller said, God give you a happy life, my friend. To which the beggar replied, I thank God, I'm never unhappy. Taller, in amazement, said, what do you mean? Well, said the beggar, when it rains, I thank God. When I have plenty, I thank God. When I'm hungry, I thank God. And since God's will is my will, and whatever pleases him pleases me, why should I say I'm unhappy when I'm not? Tula looked at him in astonishment. Who are you, he asked. I am a king, the beggar replied. And where is your kingdom, asked Tula. The beggar answered very quietly. Here in my heart, it makes me ask, How can you and I be more like this beggar? A North English countrywoman said it well I am always happy, and my secret is always to sail the seas, but keep my heart in port. It's as simple as that. Keep our hearts fixed on God, talk to Him constantly thank him for whatever comes your way be it good or seemingly bad that way God will be for you the anchor of your life and trust me once that happens nothing can ever disturb you or if it does it will be a very short duration as Saint Augustine said our hearts were made for you O God and restless are they until they rest in you. And that decision is yours today.
0: Thank you so much there to Mother Hilda Scott. uh, A piece that she entitled in this week's Wisdom from the Abbey, The Beggar King. Some real insights into aligning our heart and our mind with God's will and therefore once you've done that it's pretty hard to be unhappy when you're aligning yourself with the things of God and, and, and cooperating with the things that are unfolding in your life under his grace. Beautiful. Thanks so much to Mother Hilda Scott. Great to be hearing from her. Thanks to, to Father Robert Reedling before that in the first part of the show who broke open this week's gospel for us. And don't forget you can go back and hear both of those things. All you can do is just go to jcr.org.au. You might want to flick it to someone else to have a listen to. We can do that via jcr.org.au. You can also sign up for the show and we can send this to you as well, mind you. Most people are listening to it through one of the 30-odd partnering Christian radio stations around the country who get the journey each and every week. It's a bunch of crazy Catholics who love contributing to this wonderful ecumenical thing, which is Christian radio. What a ministry it is. And we're just so privileged and honoured to be partnering with these wonderful radio stations all around the country. And I really hope that the show's blessing you. After the break, we're going to hear from Father Dave Callahan. His segment is The Core. He's from the missionaries of God's love. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about stress and what we need to do to avoid it. A message for everyone there in in our modern world. That's after the break. First up, though, here's Brian and Katie Tewalt and the song Holy Spirit. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. And so pleased to be with you on the journey.
5: and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome
3: by your presence, Lord. Together on the journey, faith, hope, and love for life in all its fullness.
5: has called my name I've been born again to a family your blood flow
3: God's love with the call.
7: Stress is one of the greatest challenges of our modern world. People are working longer hours and having less time to sleep or rest. We have reached the point where our society believes that being busy is a virtue. We have more money and possessions than any generation before us. Yet we also have the most shallow relationships. We struggle to connect with people that we love. We find it so hard to connect with God. And we really find it hard to be in relationship with ourselves. The real problem is that we are overworked and underprayed. One of the great spiritual writers, Francis de Sales, once said that every person, no matter what their occupation or state of life, should pray for half an hour each day, unless they are really busy, in which case they should pray for an hour. He was recognizing one of the great truths of humanity. When we are running empty, we need to stop and refill the tank. If you don't take time to refill the tank, you're either not going to go anywhere or you'll have to work even harder because you'll be pushing the car instead of driving it. Sitting in front of the television won't give you the rest you need. Going on another holiday won't take away the anxiety that is troubling you. You need to stop long enough to let yourself be loved by God. Set aside time each day just to let God meet you. Don't worry so much about trying to love God. Just focus on letting Him love you. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestandbrothers.org.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I needed to hear that. A little piece that Father Dave Callaghan called overworked and underpaid, but moving us to the reality that, no, it's probably under-prayed. And how central, just taking time to pray, to connect with God, and therefore to connect with our true selves is, if we want to avoid the hustle and bustle of life, and to really ensure that stress is not something which overwhelms us because we're in touch with the source. You need to, as he said, stop long enough to let yourself be loved by God, overworked and under prayed. I love that phrase. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that. I'm going to make that my own. That's really, really good. Thank you to Father Dave. After the break, you're going to be hearing from Mr. Pat Keaty. He's an absolute champion. He's in the Emmanuel community up there in Brisbane, and he's going to talk to us about prayerfulness. And I hope you're enjoying the music that uh, Max Norden, our sound editor, has picked out for us this week. It's, it's another good song. I, I love this song by Phil Wickham. This is Amazing Grace. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. I'm so glad you've joined us this week on The Journey.
3: love and life. This is The Journey.
1: And now, Spirit and Life with Pat Keaty.
8: G'day. We're talking today about the Holy Spirit and the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us. I was thinking about the gift of prayer. You know, we often think of prayer as a duty, as a checklist, like something we've got to tick off, like it's a big chore, it's like an effort that we've got to pray. Sometimes the concept of praying is especially if we try to do it every day, is like, oh, I've got to do that. But aren't we looking at it through completely wrong lens? Like, what if it was about a relationship? Well, hello, that's exactly what is it about. And if it's about a relationship, then it's not a task, it's not a duty, it's not a checklist, it's, it's a gift. To spend time in prayer with God, if it's about a relationship, is awesome. It's an opportunity it's a gift to spend time with a person. You know, if you go and catch up with someone for coffee, it's a gift to spend time in their presence. That's not a chore. not a chore to spend time with my wife on a date night. And it's not a chore to spend time with the Lord who loves us and, and wants us to, to have life to the full. You know, we need the Holy Spirit to help us to pray. You know, Romans, the book of Romans chapter 8, St. Paul says, we don't know how to pray. But the Spirit himself prays within us with groans and sighs too deep for words. reminds me of the day of Pentecost, you know Jesus said, "Wait for the gift which my father will give you." and on that day, you know the Holy Spirit was poured out and it says the disciples spoke in other languages as the Spirit enabled them, as the Spirit gave them the ability, not as they tried with all their strength and human you know thinking and power to do. It was the Holy Spirit that gave them the ability to pray that day, in that way. You know, I'm reminded that Jesus said, yeah, Be like little children. Ask and you'll receive. How often are we like little children when we come to pray? How often do we just empty our minds and go, Come Holy Spirit, teach me to pray. Move in me today, Holy Spirit. Lead me in prayer today. Now back in 1988, St. John Paul II was speaking to the crowd gathered in St. Peter's Square and he said to them, Hey guys, open yourselves, open yourselves, docilely. It's like little children, docile, isn't it? Open yourselves docilely to the gifts of the Spirit and accept gratefully and obediently the charisms which the Spirit never ceases to bestow. That word charisms just means gifts. Gifts from God. And if gifts come from God, they can only be a good thing. Amen? So guys, like next time you're struggling to pray, how about you ask the Holy Spirit to help you? I'm sure it'll go a lot easier, and you'll definitely enjoy your time a lot more.
0: Thanks so much to Pat Keaty there. He's an incredibly talented man, great musician, great preacher. Heads up the Emmanuel community in Brisbane, which is a wonderful community with their heart set on evangelisation and renewal. And this week he spoke to us about prayer and how we can tap into the gifts of the Holy Spirit for some prayer assistance. Good on you, Pat. Thank you so much. Now I just wanted to bring to people's attention um, an opportunity for a weekend that I'm involved in, that Robert Fowl's on from Men Alive, a whole bunch of guys from ministry involved in in men's ministry are involved in, at a place called Cataract Scout Camp. It's called Growing Good Men, and it's an opportunity for fathers and sons to come together to be able to say the things that need to be said, for dads to be able to affirm and nurture and call forward young men into manhood. Really powerful weekend. I've been involved in it now for a number of years and just seen the transformation in relationships and in young men, their attitude to themselves and their understanding of of who they are as, as sons not only of their earthly fathers, but of the heavenly father. And just the change that that brings about in their understanding and their confidence and their ability to embrace their own giftings for the kingdom of God. Really powerful. Um, just incredible transformations in a weekend. That's going on this year from the 21st to the 23rd of October at Cataract Scout Camp. Limited places. It's run by, as I say, the guys from Men Alive, for that wonderful Catholic men's movement. So it's very much with a Catholic flavor, but an incredible opportunity for people to be involved in that weekend. We've got already good, strong numbers. There's a few places left if you'd like to be involved. I encourage you to go to dow.org.au or just simply type in Growing Good Men into your search engine, any of those, and you'll you'll find the weekend coming up at Cataract Scout Camp. For dads and lads, it can be life changing and setting them up for many, many years of journeying together into manhood. I encourage you to, to have a look at that, check it out. It's very powerful. I've seen it transform the lives of of dads, sons and families and pray for it. Pray for that it does exactly the same thing again this year. A bit more music coming up for you. We're going to hear from Meredith Andrews and Pieces is the name of that song, Need to Breathe, Testify. After the break, Trish McCarthy, she's going to invite us into engaging God and his presence and his power in the created world. It's after the break. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. We're getting near the end but... Really stoked that you joined us this week on The Journey.
2: Stuart from Perth, and you're listening to Journey Catholic Radio. Give me your heart, give
5: me your song, sing it with all your mind. Come to the fountain and you can be satisfied. There is a peace, there is a love, you can get lost inside. Come to the fountain and let me hear the
3: Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness.
9: And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. If you sit amidst nature long enough to slow down, you notice that there is a distinct rhythm that can be seen and felt. Water lapping at the shore, trees moving in unison. Almost like nature's unique breath, it's rua. If you sit longer yet, you may even notice your own breath and rhythm begin to mimic this natural design. God is present in all of His creation. God's creative life and spirit flows through all living things and reflects something of the nature of God and goodness. There's two things that flow from this. The importance of being in touch with God's life-giving spirit in and through the gifts God has given us. And secondly, when we feel overwhelmed and discombobulated from the challenges of life, we have the embodiment of God's goodness veiled and stored in the natural environment to overthrow the negativity and recalibrate our radar for joy, peace, goodness, wonder, and awe. Do yourself a favor today and rest by the tranquil streams our good shepherd leads you to restore your whole being.
4: In my wrestling and in my dance. In my failures you won't walk out Your great love will lead me through You are the peace in my troubled sea Whoa, You are the peace in my troubled sea In the silence you won't let go In the questions your truth will hold Great love will lead me through You are the peace in my troubled sea
5: You are the peace in my troubled sea My lighthouse, my lighthouse to show
0: Collective, My Lighthouse. I love a good lighthouse. I love good pictures of lighthouses. I don't know. There's something about lighthouses. I just like looking at them. And I love that song. And I'm really appreciative to Trish McCarthy for her input in Milk and Honey, the the last little God spot that we've got in this week's show, and Trish's encouragement for us to just sit amongst nature long enough, for not only slowing down, but to connect with the awesomeness of God in the midst of that. Thank you to Trish. Thank you to Father Dave Callahan in the call. Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda Scott. And, and a big thank you again to Father Robert Ridling from the Diocese of Parramatta and for his breaking open of the gospel this week. And, and to the guys from Southern Cross 10 and Mass you at home for making that available for us. That's a, another little work of our diocese and the Diocese of Wollongong. It goes right around Australia, just as this show does, and we really appreciate getting these really good preachers and homilists who break open the scriptures for us each and every week. We will be doing it all again next week. As I said, I'll be hoping to break open some of the things that I heard about in Rome and in particular some of the experiences with great people like Danny and Layla Abdullah who um, you know, they lost their kids a few years ago in that terrible, terrible tragedy. Lots of kids as they were walking to get ice cream. Well, connecting with Danny and Layla over there and hearing their story proclaimed to the whole world over there by this World Marriage and Family Conference was powerful and, uh, and hope to share some of that with you over coming weeks. You never know, we might even be able to get a word from them on the show in the near future too. God bless you. Thanks for listening in. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and you've been on the journey.
1: The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norton from the Office of the Bishop in the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.